Hi, I'm Rocco Stano and welcome to Storymakers. Today we have two Storymakers with us, Lisa Klein Ransom and James Ransom. Welcome to KidLit TV and you've been here before, but so uh, it's Thanks great to have both of you. And in case you don't know, James and Lisa are husband and wife, besides being story makers. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and sometimes you guys work together. Sometimes we do. And sometimes yes. you work alone, yes. 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 And we're going to be talking about both situations yes. today. But it's, yes. it's more fun when we work together. So absolutely. That's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, it is. Yes, and, and one of your books where you work together is Overground Railroad. So tell us about it. So Overground Railroad is a picture book about a young girl and her parents leaving the South and heading north to New York City in the 1940s. And it's based upon kind of our own family history. Yeah, actually, um, you know, both our, our parents um, came from the South and migrated to the, the North. And there's actually a, a term for that. Right? Yes, so they were part of the Great Migration and we began learning about the Great Migration after we read The Warmth of Other Sons by Isabel Wilkerson. It gave us the idea to start thinking about how we could tell a version of that story for young readers. Um, and we um, have our own family history of, of our parents and our grandparents who also migrated from the South and came North as part of the Great Migration. My parents came from Charlottesville, Virginia, and my father came from uh, Shelby, North Carolina. And both my parents came from a small town in North Carolina called Rich Square. And uh, just a quick question. So in your, both your families, were there family stories about the migration? Do you remember them talking about the coming north? Absolutely. Though well, my mother came when she was very young. She was five years old when she arrived in Everett, Massachusetts. My father came when he was 12. But both of them um, shared with me stories about uh, their memories in the South and comparing and, and contrasting kind of what it was like in the South versus what it was like in the North. Um, for me, my parents came after um, graduating from high school. So um, there were not a lot of stories talked about. It was just, at, at, my mother was the youngest of, um, t of nine siblings. So, and only one aunt stayed in the South. So. It wasn't real traumatic, you know, it was very common, so sort of following her siblings north just to find work. Right. And my father was the oldest, and um, his siblings came after him. What all of our parents shared, though, was the idea that coming to the north meant a chance for better opportunity for, for education and for jobs, and just um, a, a freedom from oppression in the south. Right, yeah, it's very similar to the immigrant story. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, coming yes. to the, yeah. the America for a better life. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, blacks were coming north for a yeah. better absolutely. life. Absolutely, right? yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so uh, after reading this book, you wanted to share the story with young readers. Yes. And how did you do that? So I did it in a way that um, we, we used the term Overground Railroad actually refers to um, the railway system that took so many blacks from the south to the north. It's just the train system. So certainly we've all heard of the Underground Railroad. Right. With, um, I've done a lot of uh, books about the, you know, the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass, that, that secret system that slaves used to leave the south and come north. 
But the Overground Railroad refers to a system that took blacks from the South to the North on the train system. Um, and so in this book, we are, the story is told through Ruth Ellen through train stops. So we see her leaving North Carolina, and through each train stop in the book, we see her getting closer and closer to the North. But the story is also told in a parallel, because we see also in this book the story of Frederick Douglass, and Ruth Ellen is comparing her journey to the journey of Frederick Douglass, who also left the South and came North for a better life. Is there a, uh, a section of the book that kind of encompasses what you're talking about? Yeah, I think, I think there is. There's, um, there's a page in here that I, when I was doing my research, I loved reading about how so many blacks um, place such hope and faith in um, what the North would hold for them, the opportunities that the North would hold. And on this particular page, um, I'd like to actually show the, the readers yeah. this, this beautiful artwork by James and this beautiful collage work here. And we see that these people on their front porch waving as the train passes by and Ruth Ellen sees these people on their front porch. Um, but she talks about um, her view from the train and she says, out the window in between pages, I watch as crooked shacks sprout on the edges of field. Folks wave from their doorways and I wave back. And she talks about everybody leaving for the north, talks in Bible words, Exodus, Egypt, Canaan, hoping that Chicago, Detroit, and New York City are the promised land. And so I think that that speaks to the strong tradition of um, the African-American church and hope and faith that things will be better. And James, uh, Lisa just mentioned uh, in the spread that uh, there was uh, in your artwork, you, in this particular book, you used uh, collage. Yes, now, yes. Now, for our viewers that may not know what collage is, uh, can you explain what collage is? Sure. As far as in art, sure, yes. Sure. Um, collage is when you um, take an existing piece of artwork and you put it onto another piece of artwork, or parts of another piece of artwork onto other pieces of artwork to create something new. So if we look at this um, carefully, I'm going to show you one of my favorite pages in the book and that's this page here. So if you um, look in the window frames, you'll see in the background um, different collage pieces. There's patterns um, from different um, pieces of paper and there, there's different types of green. So I actually have bins in my studio of different colors of paper. And so I would tear um, or cut these pieces of paper and then glue them down. If you look really, really carefully behind this one bird in the center frame, there's actually a little bit of a map back there as well. And so that's really a lot of fun for artists, uh, for, for me and visually, for, for people to see these different sort of colors, texts, um, patterns, um, shapes that are put down on top of the watercolor that's painted first. So. One could say that collage is uh, an artist's uh, way of recycling. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what I really like about it. I, in fact, is taking something that's been used before and reusing it. I think that's a wonderful way of um, conserving and, and recycling things. Yeah. Right. So, you know, uh, I think maybe our viewers that are into uh, art may want to try a collage. It's especially wonderful for, for young people. Um, you can collage with newspapers, magazines, um, and create even old drawings that you've done. Um, it's really a fun way to make art, and um, it's, it's spontaneous, it's instant. So I highly recommend, um, you know, working in collage. So, uh, James, 
You're, uh, I don't know, famous, but I, I, I know for a fact that you use real people, people that you know often show up in your book. So yes. is there any, a real person in this oh, book? Absolutely. I use neighbors and friends and people I meet. This is actually a little girl I met at a school I visited. So here we have the girl, her mother and father. Um, they all are from the Hudson Valley region where we live in New York State. And they came to my studio and they modeled for me, which basically means I take pictures of them acting out the scenes and then they, they leave and then I create the images um, from those pictures. I find it very interesting that when you collage, you have to really be concerned about how, how, how much of a supply you have of a certain pattern. For example, this check pattern here, the mother has on, I almost ran out of that, but I made it through to the last page in the book, and so I was able to finish the book with that pattern, because sometimes I buy paper from all over, and it's hard to remember where I got that pattern from, and the last thing you want to do is run out in the middle of doing a book. And, and the dad's tie, is that a material that you had? That's, um, that's paper also. Oh, really? Actually, a neighbor gave that paper to me, and I just made it on that as well. If, I, if there were four more pages in the book, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have two books that we're talking about, and, and uh, we have Overground uh, Railroad, and, and we have Leaving Lyman. And there's a, a commonality between the two books, and, and that is the uh, Great Migration, right? Yes, and so those books are very connected because both, again, are rooted in the Great Migration. So Leaving Lyman is actually a companion book to my very first novel, which was Finding Langston. Um, and Finding Langston began with a young boy leaving the South, again, coming to the North in Chicago post-war. And he um, is a young boy who discovers um, the Chicago Public Library. He discovers the works of Langston Hughes at a time when he's alone in the city, feeling very lost and out of place. Um, and Lyman is one of the characters in Finding Langston who has bullied him and tormented him. And so I found that readers were contacting me wanting to know a lot more about this character, Lyman. And so Leaving Lyman was born. Lyman also is a product of the Great Migration. His family came from the South. So now we get to discover what happens to this young boy who was seen as a bully in the Langston book. And we discover, you know, bullies, are bullies made or are they born? And we discover the answer to that question in Leaving Lyman. I won't reveal the answer okay. here, but if you read the story, you'll find out what happens. How does, what is, what goes into the making of a bully? Right. In both books, in both Finding Langston and Leaving Lyman, we find these two boys who actually have a lot in common. Um, both boys are um, very close to their fathers. Uh, both boys are new to the city. But both boys have found a love of poetry and music that gets them through the toughest parts of their lives. And so that's what makes um, the beauty of, of art and uh, Chicago and this period in history really resonate um, in both of these stories. You know, about finding things in common, you know, you two have many, many things in common. You, you have, have children yes. in common, <laughs> you're a husband and wife, you're collaborators. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that you both have in common that our viewers may not know is that you both have been recognized by the Coretta Scott King uh, Awards, uh, you know, with honors. Yes, yes. We have, yes. yes. So congratulations. Thank you, yes. thank you so much. Yes. And thank you again for coming. It's always a great time when you visit Kidlit TV. Well, thank you. It's thank always you. a thank pleasure you. to be here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
And remember, until next time, read a book in any format.